0: Six thirty, Chad. This morning podcast with Stacy Brotzel and Daryl McIntyre. It's coming up on six o seven. Haven't chatted with you all for a Who while. Who dat? Who dat? That me. That's Daryl. Nice to be back here. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just like putting on an old old pair of socks. Away we go again.
1: Right? Are you comparing me to an old pair of socks? No.
0: That was that was a reference to. I Worley. like
1: I like the, f- <laughs> the the fuzzy warm ones. That says, if you see this, get me wine. If you could compare me to those socks. Okay. well, that, those are the ones that I was, the, Okay, that's what, that's was what you are talking about. Okay, uh, got I've it. I've only gone
0: a week, not, not a big deal. But boy, what a week. And then you come back and you find out about a lot of things going on. And of course, the signing of Corey Perry is something mm-hmm. we are talking about in sports and a little bit in the last half hour. Uh, but it also, uh, it, it's interesting that that comes up at the same time that we were going to have this conversation, and that's about men's mental health. Because there's another NHL player, a guy by the name of Dylan Dubé, plays with the Calgary Flames, who's now on, a, on an indefinite leave in order to attend at his mental health. So we wanted to... to dive, And what is... Is there a difference between mental health and mental illness? Obviously, I think that there probably is. Mm-hmm. So we want to dive into that a little bit. And uh, we're going to do so with Ryan Forsyth, who's a mental health speaker and founder of the Gentleman's Club of Canada. You do hear an awful lot of folks talking about uh, you know, do do men get short shrift? Do we don't pay enough attention to mental health issues? Is it yeah. unfair? That and I
1: thought I thought Corey Perry did a pretty good job talking about his issues, and he was pretty forthcoming yeah. about it. Do you want to play that clip right
2: yeah, now? Let's
0: do that. We'll get yeah. Dean with Ryan here in a second. But yeah, what Corey let's Perry had to say a bit. was good.
2: You know, this whole situation—it's not easy. Um, but if you do have a problem, get help. Seek out. Um, you know there's there's no shame in it it's just if you need the help, go find it and uh, and and treat yourself i mean you, you, when i when I get up in the, in the morning every day now it's i can look uh, I can look myself in the mirror and be happy about myself and, and where i'm going and uh, and be proud of, of what I've done over over the last two months.
1: And that must make uh, Ryan smile. Just uh, you know, That's a, a man in a public eye talking about mental health and and seeking help for it. Ryan, what was your reaction yesterday?
2: I absolutely loved it. I love when you see um, prominent figures, idols. Um someone whose kids look up to uh, in the media talk about these issues and that it's okay to get help because so often we see men in particular not admit to needing help, not admitting there's an issue, and then also masking it with a substance in order to not feel that pain. So whether it's Corey Perry or Dylan Dubé, uh, it does bring a smile to my face, and I'm I'm very proud of um, them seeking help and coming public with it.
0: Uh, And again, in this case with Corey, we don't know why he was released by the Chicago Blackhawks There was some kind of an incident. It had something to do with his behavior. We don't know exactly what it is. Is that, does it matter what it is? Or does it matter that in just within two months, all these problems get fixed up? And I know that's a very specific case, but I just wonder about this whole world uh, in general, about how much we need to know and how much we just need to go, okay, you're having issues. Let's help you find some, some answers.
2: Yeah, I think context is important. And also, um, one of the things I always say is you don't need to tell everybody, but you do need to tell someone. So I think sometimes with social media and sometimes with, you know, um, when we see someone go public, we ourselves might feel a little bit of pressure that, you know, we need to tell everybody in our own circles and our families and our friends, our employers that... You know, we're struggling, and here's specifically what we're struggling about. I don't think that's the case. I think just admitting that you have a problem and that you're seeking help and that you need help is really all you need to disclose um, until you're with a trained professional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our friends can offer us support, our, our communities can offer us support, and that's wonderful. And and telling them that you need help is great, but I don't think getting into every specific issue that you're facing is necessary in order to make that first step. What was your journey with, with your mental health? Yeah, that's a long one, but um, essentially I tried to take my life uh, when I was 20 years old. And um, I, like many people, when you hear about that, were, you know, I'm charismatic, I'm flamboyant, I'm trying to make people laugh. I wore a mask every day. And when I made that choice, uh, I felt that I was a burden and everybody in my life would benefit with me no longer being here. After I made that choice and was unsuccessful, I, uh, I got help, I started to get involved a little bit um, with mental health, um, I shared my story for the first time on social media and received a tremendous outpouring of support from my friends, my family, and what surprised me the most was with strangers. And that sort of launched me into this uh, advocacy role. And then over the course of my life and sharing this story, I got more involved with public speaking. And then over the pandemic and seeing some of the struggles, I transitioned more into helping men uh, specifically with their mental health issues and trying to get help. So I uh, wish I could get into all of it, but, uh, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's only it's only a, th- a three-hour show left here, and I'm yeah, sure that yeah, there's exactly. an awful lot of nuance. Uh, mental health versus mental illness. Uh, there is a difference.
2: Absolutely. Mental health. We all experience mental health. And I think that's one of the most important things. Um, just like physical health, um, like we can experience good days. We can experience bad days. We can experience challenges and that can, you know, fluctuate, uh, throughout the day. What mental illness is, is when you are becoming impaired almost daily and you're not able to function because of your mental health. Um, it starts getting in the way of work, it starts affecting your relationships, um, you know, it starts affecting you and your and your mood in every day. And so that's when you start seeing it over a very long period of time and oftentimes not Launch with the catalyst of maybe some extreme event because that's quite normal to experience anxiety, depression when you experience some sort of grief or trauma, um, that's when you can start maybe wanting to go see a doctor or talking with a therapist about, you know, maybe this is a much larger issue because it's been affecting me for a much longer period of time.
1: So this is an individual effort, isn't it? If, if there's a loved one who sees um, someone the ma- a man in their life going through some mental challenges and they're not seeking help, can you do anything or, or do you have to be a bystander to their to their struggle?
2: You know I think you ask any woman who's had a man in their life and you can talk to them about how they've tried to to get them help, and sometimes it's just not received the way you want it to be. I think it's both, so ultimately um You're not going to be able to get the help if you're not accepting that there might be a problem. So you're not going to respond to therapy. You're not going to respond to other interventions because you don't believe there's a problem. And I think that's the first step is, you know, especially as a man, that you need to know, hey, I'm not doing okay. I need help. But at the same time... You know i think we live in a little bit of an individualistic society but one of the most important factors of mental health uh, a good mental health and mental illness recovery is community is support so while it can be deflating to say hey i want to help you and not receive that i think it is critical that people in a man's life whether that be his parents girlfriend uh, fellow men as friends and teammates that we continue to step up, encourage support, let them know they're not alone, and let them know they're not a burden.
0: Uh, before we let you go to Ryan, uh, the Canadian Mentalist Men's Health Foundation talking about uh, more men dealing with stress and anxiety and depression. Is that a societal thing? Is it actually more incidences, do you think? Or is it simply that we are now talking about it so it would seem to be more? Is it? Has anything changed apart from our ability or desire to now talk about it
2: i think it's a little bit of both but i think it's definitely societal you know men are brought up and we're conditioned to you know put our needs second and that our needs aren't important that anytime we come out and need help that we're weak or we're a burden and when i'm going through this toolkit at the men's health foundation i think it's absolutely a wonderful tremendous resource because it offers education which a lot of men are lacking it offers support both one-on-one with a professional but also with you know a group session which is um, absolutely important and then it offers you know just like we we're talking about Corey Perry and Dylan Dubé, um, people in a, a prominent role in society um, I see Ray Ferraro here Kevin Bieksa Corey Hirsch um, having a podcast and talking about their issues as well, I think that is key because men tend to follow other men, and if they know it's okay, they're gonna they're gonna be able to to get that help that they might need.
1: What are some resources uh, men can turn to? I know that uh, just in sort of our list of, of research here, men'shealthfoundation.ca, uh, there's, there's actually a toolkit and, and you can take a test and t- to see you know whether your, your problems fit uh, the criteria of anxiety or depression. What are some uh, resources that people can turn to?
2: Yeah, there is, um, I think every community in every city has a distress center um, mm-hmm. that they can call, so I'll definitely Google that. Um, of course, 911, um, there is Talk Suicide Canada. Uh, you know, there's specific things for um, different groups of people as well. Kids help phone. Um, a quick Google search. There's a lot of great work uh, being done in this country with organizations to, to find what's available in your community, uh, which I think is most important.
0: Yeah. Ryan, thanks so much for your time this morning. Good chatting with you. Thank you for having me. All right. take care. Uh, Ryan Forsyth is a mental health speaker uh, and founder of something called the Gentle. Man's Club of Canada. So, yeah, be careful googling that one though,
1: because there's lots of gentlemen's clubs yeah. that come up. So the I was actual going through a rabbit hole yesterday doing some research. Yeah, But <laughs> like, uh, this is not what I want. It's
0: not what we're looking for. I'm not gentlemen's club. It's Gentleman's Club Canada dot com. Uh, there's no hyphen in there, but Gentleman's Club Canada.com. That is the website if you want to see more about what, what Ryan uh, has to say. And then I'll call also, Men's Health Foundation.ca. A couple of options for you.